0: y'all it's mel and you're listening to my rough draft podcast where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith work and wholeness as a part of the rough draft collective we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories enjoy the show back. It's your girl Mel. Thank you for listening. Okay, y'all. So I hope that y'all have been doing well, man. Um, I don't have any announcements, I don't think, for this episode, but just be sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel because I have said that I was going to do these videos, y'all. So make sure that you are on my YouTube channel, My Road Drive with Melanie Christina, as well as follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina. Actually, I do have an announcement. So I have officially opened up my services um, to the public. Um, I have one-on-one services. And so my services cater to those of you that are 9 to fivepreneurs or entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, and so some. Let me give a quick rundown of the services that I offer. So, I have my writing services, freelance writing, and so if you have any career or business writing needs, whether you need content written for your business, maybe you have your own podcast or YouTube and you need someone to write the script, maybe you um, have you know a workbook that you want to do and you need someone to write the content for it, or maybe you're in your career and you need a new resume and cover letter, then that writing service is for you. Um, I'll have the link below where you can schedule a free 30 minute consultation. And I also have my Power Hour consulting services, which I'm super excited about. Essentially, if you want to talk to me about anything or strategize about anything career or business related from prepping for an interview, reviewing your resume with you, to um, helping you create offers around your skill set, helping you create a content strategy around your business, um, that's a, a very affordable Power Hour strategy session with me that you can book. And Then lastly, I have my VIP offer that um, caters to my nine to five preneurs. for those of you who want to launch new career or business projects um, within your existing life. And so pretty much you would hire me as your one-on-one project manager, whatever project you're trying to launch, whether that's launching a business, whether that's trying to do a career transition, whether that is trying to launch a new product or service within your existing business, or you just need some help managing some parts of your business while you're working your nine to five, it's up to you. But pretty much what what happens is you'll hire me as your one on one project manager. I will create a detailed, literally step by step, mini step by mini step of what all needs to be done to get the project done. And then I actually help you implement it. So for example, I'm, I'm helping a, a friend um, launch a business and I'm literally helping her file her LLC, get her paperwork, get her website up, get her social media up. I'm literally walking it, I'm walking it through with her. And so um, those are the three offers offers that I'm offering as of now. So you want to be sure to, check out my website and let me know if you would like to work with me. So um, that's that. Let me let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right, y'all. So today we are talking about six ways to enter into God's peace and confidence for your career and business. So I'm super excited. This episode, I'll be honest, came out of literally nowhere. Um, I had a completely different episode scheduled for this week. But um, of course, I got to let the spirit lead me. So today I'm going to give some kind of, of course, spiritual, biblical background, but I'm also going to give you six very practical ways and kind of steps that you can take to enter into God's peace and confidence for your career. And I say that I think it's really important, you know, because we're seeking and we're trying to get a lot of things done in our own strength. You know, we try to do a lot of things out of our power and out of our skill sets. Right. But God has given us authority. Right. God has actually given us authority And God has given us rest. God has promised us rest, right? And so I think even for me, you know, I work hard and I I can even tell the difference. And I have more on my plate and I've shared this before, but I have more on my plate than I did, you know, a few years ago. But the difference between then and now is back then I was trying to do everything in my own strength, trying to push my own way through, trying to work hard, you know, work my way through and manipulate my way through. But I think now I'm in a place where, I, I work hard, yes, but I work from a place of rest. Uh, I work knowing that I am doing simply creating and working at what he is already predestined for me to do, and knowing that everything I have comes from him. And so, and everything that I can't do is on him to do, you know. And so I think just having that peace and that confidence allows me to get more done because it's like I'm just partnering with what God, God has already, you know, called for me to do. And so I think when you fully believe that I think your days start to look different. I think, you know, again, we can be so stressed, you know, about our to-do list and about getting a bunch done. And, and again, I can always tell when I'm trying to do it on my own, cause it's taking forever to do. Right. And so, you know, when we allow our lack of support maybe or maybe the the support that we think we need to to determine what we do when we're always in this kind of panicked state when it comes to our career and business those are clear signs that you're operating out of your own peace that you're operating out of your own confidence that you're operating out of your own strength you know but when you're working from a place of peace you're doing it from rest. You're creating from a place of rest. You're creating, and again, you just have that inner peace. You know, I, when I do my to do's now, I know that I'm not going to get everything done today, but what I am, do, what I am going to do is work hard with the grace that God has given me for today. You know, I'll say that again. You know, I know that I'm not going to get everything done today, but I'm going to do what I can with the God, with the grace that God has given me for today. Right. And so when you operate from that place, you're not moved by the likes or comments. You're not moved by whether or not your boss recognizes you or not, or whether or not you got that call back from that job that you applied to, you know, um, you, you know, you know, that it's God, and you know, that you're working from a place of rest because you're at peace. And, um, one of my favorite people that I've been listening to so far that I've been listening to on YouTube, her name is Shannon Yvette, but, um, and she always, Talks about how one clear way to know if something is God or not is if it brings panic or peace. Right now, hear me, peace doesn't mean easy. Right, so peace doesn't mean that God isn't going to challenge you or call you to do something that make that may give you a little anxiety, um, or that may make you a little uncertainty. But even beyond that anxiety and uncertainty, you still have a peace about it, right? But again, when you know you you know the difference from when you're you're literally panicked and, and can't do anything versus being at peace. Um, and so I wanted to read this to you before I got into the six steps. Um, it's from Hebrews four, and it talks about God's promised rest. And so I'm going to read this um, Hebrews 4, 1 through 3, and it says that God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to receive it for this good news, which is God has prepared this rest was announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God for only we who believe can enter his rest. Only we who believe can enter his rest. Okay. Um, And so then it goes on to say that, so God's rest is there for people to enter, but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God said another time for entering his rest and that time is today. And it says, God announced this through David much later. And the words already quoted today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And so what is this rest we're talking about? It's, it's rest that is received by by believing in Jesus Christ. And so the, the chapter actually closes where it talks about how, um, you know, Jesus Christ is our high priest who understands our weaknesses, who faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So therefore, we can come boldly to the throne of grace, um, therefore asking for mercy and and grace to help us when we need it most. And so I love Hebrews 4. That was just a, a synopsis, but I really encourage you to read the entire thing. Right. Because God promises rest for his people, you know, but he says some of us won't receive it because we don't believe some of us don't receive that rest because we won't have the faith. We, we won't match our faith with it, right? And so the good news, the great news is that Jesus is our Sabbath, that, that he has already made, it, made rest available to us and that he sympathizes with us. That, so, so when we, again, when we go to the throne of grace, when we pray to God, we can know that we have Jesus on our side, sympathizing and interceding on our behalf, um, knowing that we can confidently ask him for the grace to help us, right? And so I say that um, because I want to make a clear distinction that rest doesn't mean without work, right? So I think it's interesting how you know <laughs> we're either on one extreme or the other, right? We're either like trying to do everything in our own strength, or we're too relaxed, thinking that you know, oh God will just do it, and I don't have to do anything. But but <laughs> the funny thing is that Jesus worked, y'all. Okay, Jesus was a carpenter. Peter was a fisherman. Paul says even in in his letters in the New Testament that when he was traveling, he worked to earn his keep, right? So we still have to do the work, right? But how can we do that while also receiving God's rest and his grace to do the work. Right. And so that's kind of the six things that I wanted to talk through today. So you want to get a pen and paper for sure, for sure. So um, step one, when it comes to ways that you can work from a place of peace and confidence in God in your career and business, you have to first step back and see the bigger picture. Right. So we're talking about career and business today, but you have to also understand that God sees the bigger picture. God's, God's view of you is, goes far beyond your, what you do. Does that make sense? Um, and so I often find that when we are so stressed about a specific area, we're usually trying to negate in another area. And and Shannon Yvette um, said said this in one of her videos, she said, when we're obsessing about one area of our life, it's usually because we're trying to avoid another area. And so God sees the bigger picture of our lives, not just what we do. And so, you know, we're always, you know, brain dumping um, and and trying to plan out our career and business. But for just one moment, just one moment, let's kind of take, Take a step back and look at the bigger picture. And again, I want you to get a piece of paper because this isn't something philosophical. This I want this I want this to be very very specific. I want you to take a, a look at your bigger picture, literally. And so, um, on your paper, I want you to set your first set your key priorities. Right. So, if you are a believer, which I hope that you are, then you know that you should know that <laughs> that God comes first. Right. Love God with all your heart, your mind, soul, and strength. Then it's you, right? Because you can't love others as you love yourself if you don't love yourself. So it's God first, then you. Then it's what you do in your life and in your work. Right. So he has to come first. You come second. And from that place, you overflow out into what you do from it in your life and in your work. Right. So you want to literally set out those key priorities. I need to do a video on this so y'all can see me do it. (laughs) But you have like a a piece of a piece of the paper that says God, a, a second part of the paper that says me. And then the other part that says life and then the other part that says work. Okay, so now that you have those four priorities, then you want to set your intentions for each priority. So, for example, if I have a part of the paper that says God, that's my number one priority, then what are my intentions for that for for God? What are my intentions with my relationship with God? And again, these are very specific. My intentions with God are to establish him as the source of my life, to have intimacy with him and to make his relationship, um, our relationship, a number one priority and to be obedient to what he tells me to do. Those are an example of three intentions of that priority. Right. And so how can I practically walk out that intention? Right. So I can say, oh, God is my source. But how do I actually plan to actually make that happen? Right. And so for me, that is reading my word every day and every night. Maybe that's spending time with God every day and every night. Maybe in order to strengthen my relationship with him, I need to grow spiritually. So maybe I need to be more intentional about my spiritual growth by, you know, learning learning from different people or, or challenging myself with the word of God or, or going to a conference or a summit or something like that, you know, but I want you to pick very practical steps of how you can walk out those intentions of your priorities, right? I hope that makes sense. And so even when it comes to like my business, right, what are my intentions for my business today or for work, that category of work? Again, you have the four priorities, God, yourself, life, and work. And so for for my work, you know, for the business specifically, you know, I can say that I know an intention is to use my stories and bring people to God. I know that an intention is to avoid burnout and stay organized. I know that my intention is to grow in what I really want to see and do, whether that be through um, increasing my community or increasing the impact or increasing the income that I receive from it. Um, Whether that is growing in my skills and efficiency so that I can serve my clients better. And I will do that by what? By taking a course a month by getting a virtual assistant. I don't know, I'm just I'm just giving you examples of, of setting your attentions and then say, how am I going to actually do this? And so when you start to write things down again, we, again, because I, again, we, we are focusing on career and business, but you have to take a step up, right? And you're looking at your whole life right now. You're looking at God, you're looking at yourself, your own life, you're looking at what you do in your life and you're looking at what you do in your work, Right. And so when you start to write down your intentions and when you start to write down the things that you're going to do to walk out those intentions, again, we work from a place of rest. Right. So I want you to start noticing your emotions when you're when you're when you're writing these these things out, you know, notice where you start to get panicked. Notice where you start to get discouraged. Notice where you start to get excited. Notice where you start to get uncertain. Right, and so I'll give you an example. I was, um, I was, I was writing out a specific part of my business. I mean, and an intention of my business, and I felt myself getting super anxious and super panicked because, um, because if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I, w- I felt a lot of pressure to do it, but it's not really something that I wanted to do. It was something that I felt like I had to do, right? And so when I was writing it out, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm gonna do this, or I don't know I'm supposed to do this, and all that panic. And I ended up having to take that off of the paper because God doesn't God doesn't bring panic to us. Right. What God tells me to do, it may cause uncertainty. I may get nervous about doing it, but it will give me rest. Right. And so that was a sign to me that you know what? God may have not called me to do that. I may just be doing that because I feel pressured to add that part to my business, but that may not even be what God has for this. Right. And so that's just an example. You want to notice um your emotions and how you're feeling with your intentions because you may be you may be having intentions that God doesn't have for you and that's why you're stressed out. Right. You can't get the stuff done in your career and business that that God has called you to do because you're setting intentions in your life that God never told you to set. Right. Or you're off in your business because you haven't actually set intentions for your relationship with God. Right. Um, or, you know, you're you're pouring out, you're doing all these things in your life and in your work. But then you find yourself stressed out because you forsaken yourself. You don't take time for yourself. You don't take time for the people around you. Right. And so, again, kind of be mindful when you're taking this exercise so that you can kind of notice again where you're starting to panic and where you have a peace about it and know that. Again, God sees a bigger picture. And so if you only have your work and business, then what do you really have? If you don't have God, if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself, then what do you really have? And, and, and again, how are you really able to pour out in, in confidence and in peace when you don't have it, when you're not being poured into, right? And so um, you want to take time to kind of look at the bigger picture. And that's more so for you to understand that my life is beyond what I do. Okay, so that's number one. (laughs) Now, number two is that we have to understand. That we can do more with less. Right Not well, actually, let me rephrase that. Number two is we have to understand that God can do more with less. God can do more with less because when his hand is on it, it's on it. Right. And again, this doesn't mean that we don't do anything. It doesn't mean that we don't put the pressure. That it doesn't mean that we put pressure on ourselves and try to push our own way. Yes, of course, we, most of us have multiple passions, right? And and I think even you know, as a growing content creator, you know, I'm always looking to create and push out more content, right? As a business owner, I'm tempted to to try to give every service and, and get my to to provide every service and to get my hands in everything and to post every day and to do this and to do that and to get in with these people, right? But then you see some of the top content creators, some of the top business owners, and they don't post every day. They don't offer every service. They focus on quality. Right. And so when you're working out of your own strength, you feel the need to do everything today. Right. But when you're working from his power, you're consistent and confident in what you can get done today. I'll say that again. When you're working out of your own strength, you'll feel the pressure to get everything done in one day. But when you're working from his power, then you're consistent and confident in in what you can do, whether that's little or much in one day. And so take a look at your business model. Take a look at your career goals. Where again, where are you adding unnecessary pressure because you feel the urge to push yourself there? Again, we take on these offers, we take on positions that we really don't want to do, right? But because we're panicked and we feel like we have to do something, then we start to exhaust all of our options rather than working from a place of peace and confidence. In the, in the little that he has given us, trusting that he will make it plenty. Does that make sense? And so, um, and so, yeah, we have to believe that that he will direct our path. Right. And then from that place, then we can start to practically apply these next principles that I'm going to talk about for your career and business after this commercial break. Y'all, okay, so I had to take a quick break to let y'all know about this resource that I use for myself, for my clients when it comes to helping them get their business launched. You know, it is so important to have your business in order and have your legal your legal structure in place, man. We've got to operate from a place of integrity and excellence. So I was able to use InkFile File for myself, for my clients to help them file their LLCs, their corporations, and it has worked wonders, y'all. Um, it really just takes the leg work out of trying to figure everything out, trying to go to the different offices and figure out if you're missing any pieces. Inkfile literally does it all for you, and it's very affordable. And so I want y'all to check it out for those of you that are starting businesses and you want to make sure that you have your ducks in a row. I'll leave the link in the show notes so that you all can go and check out Inkfile. I'm telling you, it it you it will change your life, and you will be able to work in your business from a place of rest. And peace, knowing that all of your legal needs have already been taken care of. So check it out. All right. Welcome back. Y'all, we got a commercial break. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we got a commercial break. Y'all, we are stepping up. Anyway. Okay. Um, So going back, let me rewind a little bit. <laughs> I got excited. So um, yes, yeah, so when we work from that place of peace and confidence, um, you know, we understand that he will direct our path and that he will bring abundance to, to what we bring to, to the little that we can bring to the table. Right. So- From that place, we move to number three, and that is to raise your expectations and your standards. Okay, so now that you understand that you're working from a place of peace and confidence, knowing that God is adding and multiplying your efforts, you start to expect more. Right. Sometimes we create from a defeated place. Sometimes we work from a defeated place, you know, And, and have you ever like have you ever been working on something? and You've been like, this ain't about to be nothing. Nobody about to listen to this. I don't even know why I'm doing this. You know, are you working from a place of defeat? If so, raise your expectations. Expect confirmation. Expect impact. Right. Because when you expect then you prepare at the level of your expectation. And that brings me to the, the second part of part three, which is raise your standard. And I mean, literally raise the standard, charge more, ask for more in your salary. I mean that ask for a compensation review, charge higher in your prices. You know, I launched last week, even I launched my 2020 services on Instagram and God had me go back and increase my prices. And I wasn't trying to charge, you know, I wasn't trying to charge that much because I wanted to help as many people as I can, as I say. Right. And God had to tell me how how he actually wants to maximize impact with what he's called me to do, that the money that I earn from the business will be able to pour into people, prisons, colleges, um, you know, in, in spaces where they can't pay me back. Right. And so if if I don't, if I don't have a, a, the resources to give them, right. Then how can I really, you know, fulfill out the entire mission It's bigger than just my one-on-one services. Right. And so I have to understand that God is my source and he will provide for those that he has called me to help. Right. And again, Paul talks about when he traveled, he worked to earn his keep so that he wouldn't have to depend on others to take care of him. So again, raise your expectations. Don't just accept the first offer. Ask for a counter offer. Bump up the price of your services, even if it's just a little bit, because, and again, this isn't about us. There is a transfer of wealth that is coming where God is gonna need to prosper us, not to just to make us great and rich, right? Or to live in our bubble, but so that we can pour out and help others, right? And when you think about the homeless person, man, out on the street, does a homeless person need a water bottle or do they need a job? Right? Do they need do, do, do they need a sandwich or do they need like a place to stay, somewhere to live, some, some some way to earn their keep, right? And so if you want the resources, if you want to make true impact, then the resources have to come from you, so you have to raise your expectations and your standards, okay? And so that brings me to point number four, which is because you have raised your standards, because you have raised your expectations, then you can relax from the need to do everything and you can raise the level of quality of what God has actually asked you to do. Right. And so, again, because because we have kind of honed in on what God really gives us, has given us the grace to do. And we've stopped trying to be everything to everybody and, and offer every single thing. Right. Because we've honed into our craft. Now it's time to raise the level of quality. Right. So raise the level of quality at which you're producing at your career and business. You know, I'll I'll be honest. I was stressing out about my business a little bit a few weeks ago. And God had to reveal to me that you're suffering in your business because you're not being present in your nine to five. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> again, God sees bigger picture. And while I may be focused on my business, God sees the entire picture and he wants me to be, wants me to be faithful in the entire picture, right? So for some of us that have businesses and are still working on a nine to five, we need to raise the level of quality at which we're operating at our, at our career. Are you still being that friendly, go lucky person that you were when they hired you? Are you still being present? Right. Um, At your business, you know, let's say maybe your business has taken off. Are you still serving your clients? Well, are you still showing your appreciation for them or have you gotten cocky? Have you gotten prideful and you think that 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 somehow they should be happy to work with you? We have to understand that God is a God of excellence. Right. He is not an average God. He is not like us. His ways are not like our ways, but we are also made in his image. Right. So when we give an average effort, I always say this, when we give an average effort and put his name on it, what does that say about God? What does that say about him? How does he get the glory when we're this honest? How does he get the glory when we give a halfway effort? right? And we give halfway efforts because we're trying to stretch ourselves to everything and everybody. But when we raise our expectations for the little that he has given us, when we raise our quality of the little that he has given us, then he will give us an abundance, right? Um, and so he'll get, and he'll get all the glory from it. And so moving to number five, we have to understand it's important to relax your timeline, OK, so number five is you have to relax your timeline. So, y'all, if you don't know nothing by now, then you should know that there is a time for everything, as you can see. Right. As you can see, we can make all these plans, but God is sovereign. Right. And so if the world can make all these plans and God be like, "Nah, we not doing that. Right. <laughs> then why are we as individuals so determined to make God fit our timing? God's kingdom is quickly advancing. Whatever he needs you to do will happen, right? He's not just sitting back. He's strategic. Okay, I'm talking to myself here. Let me tell myself, Mel, God is not just sitting back. He is strategic. And sometimes he allows things to happen to bring light to the darkness. And as we see this in our world, it's the same thing in our professional lives, you know, we have to understand God's protection, man. And I'll—I'll I'll give you an example. In my job, um, a little bit ago, you know, uh, well, I guess towards was in the end of last year. I'm not sure, but um, of the exact timing. But in my job, I was really wanting to be promoted. So I really felt like I—I w- I really wanted to be promoted. I really wanted to go to the next level. Um, you know, I was in a season where I wanted to move to a different team. And, you know, I wanted out I, because I, I felt frustrated. I felt like I was doing a lot of work, but it was, I was, I felt unseen. I felt like, you know, maybe my skills are being taken for granted. I feel like maybe, you know, my boss may not want me to move forward, you know, whatever that may be. And so I was in this job and I was wanting to be promoted to this different team. And so come to find out, you know, a few years later, not sorry, not a few years later, a few months later, um, that entire team was laid off the entire team that i was praying and asking god to for and asking god to take me to ended up being laid off a few months later. and so if i had tried to force god out of out of his timing for me and try to force him to put me into that position, then i would have been laid off. so god not promoting me was his protection of me, right? and so some of us didn't receive the promotion that we asked for last year because he wanted us to have job security today. Some of us, you're not going to like this, (laughs) but some of us, he is kept single this year because he didn't want us to have to endure some of the pressures that these families are having to endure during these times. And so he kept us by ourselves to protect us right? Um, Some of us, he pulled us out of our comfort and he allowed us to experience pain in this season so that he could realign us to what he has for our next. And so we have to learn how to relax our timelines, man, and flow in his grace. And I'll close with this number six, is that I really feel like it's a time for us to go into a time of prayer and fasting to get realigned with him. A lot has taken place. A lot has happened. I know we can't, weren't fully like put our emotions to it and fully process it all. But I really feel like God is calling us to a time to get back realigned with him. Now hear me clearly, you know, a lot of times we want to fast for things and it's very important to, to understand that we don't fast to manipulate God. We don't fast to manipulate God to do what we want, right? We fast to align ourselves to what he is already doing. Right. And so for some of you, you need to go into a prayer, a time of prayer and fasting to get clarity on what he is already doing in this season to get clarity for what he wants you to do in this season. Not for what you want him to do, but what for what but for what he wants you to do. Right. And so I wanted to read you guys as I was doing that, that same exercise of of looking at my bigger picture God revealed this affirmation to me that I wanted to share with y'all and I hope that it will bless you. (laughs) But um, it says that I understand that God is my source. He has everything planned and worked out in his timing. Because he lives in me, I can work in rest and from confidence knowing that I'm being led by him in my gifts and my talents. Everything can't happen in one day but I won't take for granted the importance to be faithful with each day. I won't lose sight of what really matters today. Oh, that's so good. I'm gonna read that last part again. Everything can't happen in one day, but I won't take for granted the importance to be faithful with each day. And I won't lose sight of what really matters today. And so, I'll put that in the show notes, man. Print it out, write it out, speak it over yourself. Remind, use it to remind yourself, man. Go read Hebrews four, where it talks about God's rest and Jesus sympathizing with our weaknesses, and trust God, man. He is good. He's a good God, and He's got you. So I hope that this helped you, um, you know, work from a place of peace and, and confidence in your work because you understand the bigger picture. You understand that God wants to do this. And so you are partnering with him, right? Where you are weak, he is strong. And then you raise your expectations, you raise your standards, you raise your quality standards and you relax, right? So I hope that that helps y'all. I will see y'all next week in the next podcast. Bye, y'all. Thanks for joining us this week on My Rough Draft Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes. Now, do me a favor and please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world. Also, be sure to head to the Collective.com where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one-on-one services, and more. Thanks again, for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.